All right, so Kristen, we have had the awesome opportunity to have this special interview episode. Another one. This is the first one we've done in like almost a year together. Last time was like the loneliest whale, but this time. No, actually. Well, was it the loneliest whale? Yes, it was. Well, yeah, we've been getting these interviews like back and forth. It's saying one of us is available. Yeah, but luckily on today's uh, episode we have, uh, we got to sit down with uh, director and actor uh, Anthony Hayes and talk about his new film, Gold, starring Zac Efron. And it follows um, Zac Efron and Anthony Hayes as two men in a barren wasteland who discover a gold nugget, like the largest gold nugget. And they're trying to figure out, you know, the seeds of doubt to see if who's really going to go get help and everything. And that's all I can really say about it without giving any spoilers. Yeah. uh, Mac and I were very honored and very happy to get access to this film and speak with Anthony because Anthony is no stranger to starring in films. He's appeared in films like Cargo, War Machine, and a bunch of other television programs. He's been in a show called uh, Total Control, Danger Close, which is another film, White Dragon, which is another TV show. I mean, like what he's going to talk about in the interview, his career, I would he just said in the last 10 years, has been taken off. So, and we were honored to speak with a very, very nice uh, filmmaker and creator, I must say. Yeah, and the film was really good, too. Zach Efron did a great job with his performance. He had a very good, like I said in the interview, elements of Book of Eli, Borderlands, Mad Max, and all that. We were lucky <laughs> to sit down with Anthony, and uh, we're going to get right into the interview. Congratulations on the film. It's been getting, it's finally getting that wide release. How do you feel about audiences getting that access now to that film, like a much wider audience? Yeah, it's amazing. It's been pretty uh, great to see it roll out from, it uh, premiered in Australia and then has gone out through um, various countries and I've been watching it unfold and now to come to the big crescendo in the US is excellent. It's so great. It's um, and we've had great responses all the way through, so we're really happy. Yeah, it's been amazing. I've seen all the reviews come in. I've seen a lot of people review it from like all over Instagram and Twitter. So it's been pop- popping up all over social media. So that's the good thing. <laughs> that is good. That's, that's very what we good. like to see. <laughs> that's exactly what we like. Engagement. <laughs> yes. And knowing the fact that Zach Efron is in this thing, uh, you must be so lucky to have teamed up with him for that, for especially for this kind of film. I mean, how lucky are you? Uh, It's awesome. I mean, Zach was really fantastic and uh, it was great for us because Zach wanted to challenge himself and do something very different to what he'd done before um, and take take another leap as an actor. And that's particularly exciting for me coming from an acting background to get to work intimately with someone who really wants to do that and wants to challenge themselves. And it was a very tough shoot to do out in the desert for... um, 20 days it was supposed to be 20 days but we got wiped out by sandstorms for three days it was the ground temperature was 70 degrees celsius oh my gosh i don't know what the difference is for you guys but it's huge and so we couldn't shoot the dogs because the they would have burnt their poor little um, feet and so we did those in the studio later so the whole thing was really hectic shot nine hours uh, drive away from a major city out in the middle of nowhere. And if it had have been anyone else with a bad attitude or any A-lister who was playing <laughs> up, then the thing, the thing wouldn't have got done. But he was just so great. He just rolled around in that dirt and didn't complain once. And we couldn't have trailers anywhere near uh, the set because we were shooting 360 degrees on a, a clay mm-hmm. pan. 
and he was just out there amongst it. So, you know, full kudos to him for, for putting his all into this film. He absolutely does. And you do as well. So uh, it's amazing to see your, your work and him just team up side by side together. I love the camaraderie that you guys bring to the film and just the rivalry itself, you know, for that goal. It's really, it really got to me. Yeah, that's great. Well, that's the other thing too, I guess, is that, you know, not only just directing him, but acting with him too. So it, it forms a closer bond and a closer trust and we're both out there on the screen together. So it's awesome to be able to explore. And it's a very sparse film and there's there's not uh, any backstory deliberately in the film. It's uh, open to interpretation. The characters don't even have names. And we're living in a world in the future where if we value commodities and things over humanity and over friendships and over things then if all those things go out the window then it's a catastrophe and that's kind of what this film explores is the darker side of humanity and greed and all those horrible things you know watching the film i was very intrigued i was invested all the time i wanted to ask like what were some of your influences when making like gold because i really felt influences from like you know i'm a video game person you know borderlands the book of eli mad max so what are some of your influences that you know helped you make this film yeah one of them was the treasure of the sierra madre um from years and years ago which is a nice exploration of greed and gold and what it does to people and a not so happy ending in that as well um and uh other influences were there's a film that i did by david michaud uh called the rover that, uh, oh, yeah. Rob, that Rob Pattinson was in mm-hmm. and did a great turn for him, which kind of launched, you know, or was part of launching his kind of new new career out of being a kind of Hollywood hunk and into a serious actor. So, um, yeah, Book of Eli, we actually had, um, you know, images from that as well for our grade and some of the costume design. And, um, yeah, so there's a long history of films, um, you know, post-apocalyptic films, and we wanted to create one that that used the the locations that we had and, um, you know, stripped everything away from it. So it was just a core couple of people exploring the darker sides of humanity. So there was a, um, there was a bit of inspiration there. And then yeah, there's the, then there's the thriller elements as well, obviously, because it's a, you know, uh, film like uh, the one Mads Mikkelsen did recently with the plane is one man um, out in the snow together. So I think Liam Neeson's The Grey was another one that we looked at for dogs and things like that. So there were all bits, bits and pieces that I cherry picked from all these great films to try and uh, put this together. And this is not your first time directing. I know that I was doing some research and you directed a film called, uh, it was, I think it was called Top 10 Empty. 10 Empty. Thank you. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. What what was your difference? Because it was like 2008 when you directed that film. How do you feel about, you know, why was now the perfect time to release the film? Because you took, you know, some time to get it together, but why was now like the perfect time to say, I want to go back and direct again? Yeah, it's interesting. I got after 10 Empty, I got really busy as an actor and it's been a, a really big decade for me kind of going around the world and doing films and acting in them and things. And I always wanted to come back to it. Um, I actually had a project 
before uh, Gold that we got into pre-production in Vancouver, which had a really great cast attached to it. It was like Joel Edgerton and Maggie Gyllenhaal at one stage and Numi Rapace at one stage and John Bernthal, and it was an ensemble crime drama. And we got five weeks into pre-production in Vancouver and the finance fell out. And this was a couple of years before Gold. So um, it was really heartbreaking to come back home and not actually see that film through. And... So Gold was also a way because the balancing act with casting that to meet the budget and so many components mm. of the cast needed to be available at once that wanted to, after getting burnt by that, I wanted to kind of come up with Polly, uh, my writing partner, a film that only relies on one actor to get it done. Yes. <laughs> you know, you only need to lock in one and just go, let's just lock that person in and just go for it. Um, but I've been writing for... Um, you know, the last five years or so, and that one nearly got up and then gold just happened to get up uh, sooner. Um, there's another one that Kristen Burr, who is producing from Cruella, um, which mm-hmm. is a, a comedy um, about two old ladies that um, escape from a retirement home to go and see, <laughs> go and see Ozzy Osbourne in concert. So that's floating around and getting financed. And so I've been, um, doing a lot of writing um, over the years and it's just whatever one sort of finds its feet at the time as you go with, but that's, that's definitely where I'm heading now. I'm getting um, more into the filmmaking side than the acting side, but I'll still do, do both. I've, I've been acting since I was nine, so I can't really, you know, oh my gosh. let it go. It's in my blood. Now it sounds like it. So uh, another question I have is what do you want uh, audiences to take away from gold, especially? Especially I want him to see Zach's performance and just and celebrate that because I'm really proud of his performance in this and I think it's a great turn for him. Um, I you know I I want him it's it's a dark film, it's a brutal film, it explores a lot of um, a lot of themes, but I you know I essentially just want people to go along for the ride and um, you know there's a lot of thriller elements in it and um, I just want to see them to see something different and um, and it's not it's not your typical Hollywood fare, but it's a really unique, great movie. So, and um, I reckon people will be really surprised by Zach in it. That's amazing. I really did like it a lot, especially for seeing him from him, especially from all those comedic performances. And this really is a character study of a film. Yeah, it is. It's it's more of a character study than anything. I think my first film, Ten Empty, was a, a a character-based drama, and I was always inspired as an actor by British filmmakers like uh, Ken Loach and Mike Lee. They were always my kind of go-to guys for um, for filmmakers, and so that was very character-based. And I think um, and it found and to be honest, Ten Empty uh, found it hard to find a market because it was so character-based and so I wanted to find something where I could still use the same tools and explore the same parts of humanity and character and all the stuff that I love but put it in a in a vehicle like a thriller um, or, a, or a genre piece where you could actually take it to mass market as well and have the best of both worlds so um, that's what this is is really a, a, a melding of those two things. Sweet sweet sweet. Mac do you want to have a, ask any other questions before we have to wrap up? Uh, yeah, just um, kind of like quick two questions. The first question, obviously, you mentioned, um, you know, the main lead, Zach Efron. I wanted to ask, like, what was it like working with him? Because obviously he's a very talented actor. He's really, his career has kind of skyrocketed a lot through the past couple of years. You know, he had the comedy roles and now he's doing, he did Ted Bunny and now he's doing kind of a different type of film that we've kind of haven't seen from him before. 
Yeah, he is. I mean, it, I, I, I really loved working. I had the, the best personal experience and professional experience with him. And we were locked out there in the middle of nowhere, so we couldn't get away from each other, really. So we, it was good that we, we, we got on. Um, you know, we were in a mining, a disused mining town that um, there used to be a mine there, which is some of the locations of the film that we specifically chose. And there used to be a population of about 40,000 people that worked in this mine, but because the mine closed down, it, um, there's only about 10 or 12 people living there, but the town still exists. It's, uh, it's, it still has all the infrastructure there. And so he, you know, he just parked his, um, his caravan there and lived in a caravan the whole time in the backyard of a, of a house, which is fantastic. And so you'd finish work and you just go and have a can of beer or something behind the, in the, in the caravan. And he just uh, camped around in that. But in, in terms of him and his performance and, and, you know, going from these comedies, which, you know, I, I, you know, I looked, I looked at his comedy films before I made the offer to him and all I saw there, apart from him being really funny and really great is comedy has, a, has to have a sense of truth and honesty to it for it to be, for it to work. It's, it's similar to, to drama in a way. And if you have that core truth and commitment to character, then you know that that person is a great actor. And we've seen a lot of comedy actors come into serious roles and be really successful. Um, and then obviously I'd seen the Ted Bundy film, which I thought he was just outstanding in mm -hmm. and, and going from comedy to doing something that was extremely subtle in that as well. But even that film relied heavily on his charms and his looks. And that is what um, Bundy is, you know, and that's why everyone's obsessed with him, a, a charming um you know, good-looking guy um, that su that's seduced women and did horrible things. But then this, what was great about this is, you know, I said to him, I just, I just want you to look horrendous. I just want to <laughs> put you through the ringer. I just want you to look bad. I want you to grow shitty hair and not cut it. And I want you to grow a beard. And, and so even, and then just cover him in filth and, you know, sunburn and scabs and everything you could possibly throw at him. Um, and, uh, you know, there were points there where we had many prosthetics and it was so hot that it was irritating his skin and then we couldn't shoot for a day with the prosthetics on. So, you know, he was, he was a real champ. And to see him commit to this role from the word go, from our first conversations, he was really excited about exploring something new. And he's definitely done it here. And I think um, he should be proud and I think everyone will be excited by it. It's great. And it's nice, last... as, it's nice as a director to to be able to do that with someone <laughs> as big as Zac Efron too, you know, it's yeah. a pleasure for me. And um, the last thing I wanted to ask is, um, you know, you, moving on to like future projects, would you ever want to revisit uh, a subject like this ever again in any of your future projects? A sequel, prequel? <laughs> something like that or like or yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to get that gold still it's still there <laughs> yeah that's right yeah well, i wonder what zach was doing before he arrived at the at the compound something was going on out there in the city that he came from um uh yeah i think i think you know the themes of humanity and where we're heading are always something that i'm thinking of my, my next project that i'm working on is a, a, a writing i've written the first installments of sci-fi trilogy um, and that has uh, themes of uh, about humanity and where we're heading and global warming and touches on the things that I touch on in gold, but in a more, in a bigger budget way, in a, in a more cinematic um, way. And, you know, and bizarrely, I'm, I'm never thought I'd say this, but I'm launching a crypto token along with that to finance the, 
to finance the film. And so it's kind of revolutionising the way um, we finance films and involving community in that. Um, and so I'm actually launching that in about 10 days. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so it's interesting to see how that'll go. And that that's accompanied by a play-to-earn game where you earn our token with crypto that's based on the film and um, all sorts of cool stuff. We're starting up a, um, as part of that a short filmmaker's streaming platform where the short, short filmmakers put all their short films on our platform and they earn a token for, for views. And uh, we've got Oscar-nominated shorts and uh, Berlin Crystal Bear-nominated shorts and... Um, uh, Khan Palm Dior winners and so we're, 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 we're launching that platform in about a week and a half and we're excited about that too because it's supporting emerging filmmakers and they get money for their streams and you know hopefully I'll make relationships there too that we can build and make bigger projects for the platform. All right, folks, that was an awesome interview. It did cut short because Anthony did have other people to uh, talk with. So I apologize for Mac and I just for going on and on and on with Anthony. And you could tell he had a good time talking to us. Yes, he did. Honestly, it was really awesome to get into his mindset. And like, hey, he really had a lot of fun doing this film. He did. I liked the fact that he just let Zac Efron do his thing and just get down and dirty. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. It, I really did have a lot of fun with this film despite being a very dramatic, dark film. And uh, I had fun with this interview. What did you uh, think, Mac? It was um, very eye-opening with everything. And when watching the film and then getting the insight of the director and the co-star of the film, it really made it, like, give you a lot of hindsight and perspective on how he crafted this plot and what it was like to work exact Gaffron and everything. And I hope he does more of this because I, I like this type of film. It was slow and details the very, like he said, the, the destruction of humans, like, you know, this, like their psychology and everything. Of course. So guys do not forget, go check out gold available this Friday. And it's actually available Right now in Australia. So if you were just hearing of this film now, I'm surprised. Go watch it. It's got Zac Efron in it. What else could you ask for? Huge shout out to Anthony for taking the time out of his busy, busy schedule to speak with Mac and I. Go follow the film at Gold Movie 2022. And go check out the MK Productions podcast on Instagram. Go follow Mac and I at KFilmingo on Twitter and Mac Movies on Twitter. And then, of course, follow our Instagram pages for to stay up to date. And we will... See you guys next time for another episode.